And all school-aged kids in Florida will soon be eligible for private school funding or money to use on other education-related services. Florida lawmakers have sent a massive school choice expansion to Governor Ron DeSantis's desk. Lynn Hatter reports. The move toward what advocates call universal school choice has been 25 years in the making. It did not happen without objections from Democrats like Hollywood Democratic Senator Jason Pizzo, who worries about how much the program will cost the state and the public school districts that will likely see further enrollment declines as parents go elsewhere. The more successful this becomes, the more it drains and the more it pulls. They wouldn't have a problem with the cost, but they have a problem with is the choice of a parent. That's what they have the problem with. That's Republican Senator Corey Simon of Tallahassee. Florida is now the largest state to approve a universal school choice expansion, and several other states have similar bills under consideration. I'm Len Hatter in Tallahassee. And Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' administration wants to extend a ban on classroom discussions surrounding gender identity and sexual orientation. Regan McCarthy reports the proposal would expand the state's so-called don't say gay law through 12th grade. Florida Education Commissioner Manny Diaz says the proposed rule is aimed at providing greater clarity for teachers. We're sticking to the standards and when you're talking about K-12 instruction all the way through 12th grade, these standards... Uh, don't incorporate gender ideology or any of these theories in math, social studies, reading, or anything else. Diaz spoke following a rally with DeSantis in Orange Park. Currently, lessons on sexual orientation and gender identity are banned through third grade. A bill in the legislature extends that through eighth grade. The proposed rule skips the legislature. It goes before the State Board of Education next month. I'm Regan McCarthy in Tallahassee. House Republicans will press forward today with legislation to give parents more input on what is taught in public schools, even as critics decry the so-called parents' rights bill as a burdensome proposal that would fuel a far-right movement that has resulted in book bans and rewrites of history curricula across the country. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has made the bill a top priority. House Freedom Caucus members attempted to add extreme amendments to the bill, like a call to abolish the Department of Education, a requirement that schools report transgender athletes who participate in women's sports, and an endorsement of vouchers that would send public funds to private schools. Democrats also raised the alarm that the bill, as written, would force schools to out LGBTQ students to their families, which can sometimes lead to abuse or abandonment. After a contentious debate yesterday, the Florida House Judiciary Committee advanced a bill that would lower the legal age to purchase a rifle or long gun from 21 to 18. WMNS Sean Canan reports it comes five years after the state raised the age to 21. After the massacre at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, the Republican-controlled state legislature passed a bill to protect people from school shooters. The bill did a number of things recommended by the commission formed after the shooting to evaluate school safety. One was to increase the age to purchase a rifle or long gun from 18 to 21. But Thursday, one of the sponsors of a new bill, Republican Representative Bobby Payne from Central Florida, said it's time to reverse that. Quite frankly, we've infringed upon the rights of uh, 21 to 18-year-olds under our Constitution, our 14th Amendment, um, as seen by the Supreme Court, to uh, not allow uh, ages from 18, 19, 20-year-olds to own a firearm. HB 1543 advanced on a vote of 16 to 6. Democratic Representative Dan Daly graduated from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Before the vote, he called the bill a slap in the face to the deceased and family of the deceased. 
The research has been clear for years that the, the prefrontal cortex, that's the portion of the brain responsible for executive brain function, is not fully developed until 25. Maybe it's part of the reason we don't allow folks to drink until they're 21. But we're willing to change the law here and let them have access to a long gun again. Daly says that since the 2018 Parkland massacre, there have been 2,700 mass shootings in the U.S. More than 100 have happened just this year. He says that six out of the nine deadliest mass school shootings since 2018 were conducted by individuals 21 and younger. For WMNF News, I'm Sean Canaan. A controversial proposal that would allow people to carry guns without state concealed weapons licenses is poised to pass the House today. The Republican-controlled House took up the measure yesterday and positioned it for a vote. The bill would allow people to carry concealed firearms without going through the current licensing steps, including undergoing background screening and receiving training. Democrats argued that easing gun restrictions will result in increased violence. Some gun rights groups want people to be able to openly carry firearms in most public places. Their hopes were briefly raised Tuesday when Republican Representative Mike Beltran of Riverview filed a proposed amendment calling for open carry of firearms, but Beltran withdrew the proposal a day later. A Senate version of the bill is ready to go to the full Senate. This final story of today's news summary first aired Thursday evening before last night's vote in St. Pete City Council. The council voted to allow increased housing density. Here's the version of the story before the vote. The St. Petersburg City Council will vote on a measure to increase housing density in the city. However, WMNF's Chris Young reports that local housing advocacy groups have very different reactions. The St. Petersburg City Council is set to vote on loosening zoning restrictions in a process called upzoning, which would allow the development of small two to four unit apartments in neighborhoods where they were previously prohibited. This is the city's solution to the sharp increase in demand for housing. Yimby St. Pete, a coalition of zoning and regulatory reform advocates, believes upzoning will encourage more housing that people of all income levels can afford. However, Carla Correa of St. Petersburg Tenant Union feels that the new measure isn't doing enough to help the housing issue. They're trying to trick people and say, oh, this is a progressive measure. But in reality, it's really a, a form of deregulation. The organization regularly advocates for housing protections and help pass St. Petersburg's Tenant Bill of Rights. Correa wants St. Pete leaders to shift focus on those who are already struggling with housing. You know, they could declare a housing state of emergency and allow us to vote on rent control. We need the right to counsel. We need to be guaranteed a lawyer if we're facing eviction. Um, we need more protections for the um, the conditions of our housing. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. Produced at the studios of WMNF Tampa by Colleen Cole.